song. Oh, just keep on, just keep on. Psalm 34. You don't have to stop. We're going to go right on with this. Psalm, Psalm 34. Psalm 34, 1. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord. songs of the church that we sing has come out lately is a song that we hear people singing everywhere saying I am so satisfied I am so satisfied I'm so satisfied with my Savior he means more to me than anything that this world could ever Give. I'm so satisfied with him. That's a song that came along later. When I was a child, there was a hymn that had two sides to it. That hymn said, I am so satisfied. I am so satisfied with my Savior. But the question comes to me. When I think of Calvary, is the master satisfied with me? Are y'all hearing me? It's one thing to be satisfied with him. Are y'all hearing me? He's done so much for us. He's, he's made ways out of nowhere. It's one thing to be satisfied with him, but the other side of that is he satisfied with me. Oh, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My brothers and sisters, this is a scripture that all good church folk know and we repeat it often. 
It's one of those churchy sounding scriptures. It's easy to say and folk use it all the time. Doesn't it sound churchy? Just to be able to say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. See, you can remember that one. Now, some scriptures, you, yeah, 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 they're too long, you don't, but you can remember that one. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Doesn't it make it seem when you can say that? Stand in the midst of people and say that, make that statement. It makes it seem like you got it all together. No matter what's going on, when you stand in the midst of great challenges and up against all odds, it's just good and it's just impressive when you can utter these words, I will bless the Lord. Are y'all hearing me? You're standing in front of your greatest storm and some of your greatest challenges. It's good when you can utter those words. I, I, I see it. I see it. I know what I'm up against, but I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Well, it sounds good, but is it really true? Are y'all hearing me? It sounds good and it's impressive when you stand and say it, but only you deep down in your soul really knows whether it's really true. And as you study this text, as you study this text, you will find that it's written by the psalmist David. But as you read it and if you study it, it's one thing to read it, it's one thing to, to go over it, but when you study it, you find out it seems like that David is having a, a wonderful day and that he's just making a wonderful proclamation, but the truth is uh, David is writing this out of a sense of remorse. He's writing this out, out, of, out of, sense of a, a sense of remorse for an opportunity that he knows that he just missed. Let me show it to you. He had placed himself in a situation where he, he should have blessed the Lord, but although he was in a situation where he should have blessed the Lord, he failed to do so out of fear. Should have said something for the Lord. Should have stood up for the Lord. But David, after it was over and looked back on it, he realized that I kept my mouth shut when I should have been saying something. Look here at this, this Psalm, Psalm 34. You see that there's a caption at the beginning of Psalm 34. Before you even get to the first verse, it says a Psalm of David. When he changed his behavior before Abimelech drove him away and he departed. You, you read that. That's before you even get to verse 1. And, 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 and when you read it, you go to 1 Samuel and 21 when you're on your own time. Just read the story of what he's talking about right there. Read what happened to make him right. This that he, he wrote. That's, that's in 1 Samuel 21. You read that when you get home. You find that he was, yeah, he, he was on run. He was running away from King Saul. King was jealous of him, and he was trying to chase him down to take his life. Are y'all hearing me? 
King Saul was jealous of his throne and he knew David had been anointed and he was trying to chase him down. So here David is out in the wilderness running around. Now the same David that just killed a giant. Same David that had done so many great and wonderful things. Hiding out in caves. Hiding out in the wilderness trying to keep Saul from, high, from, from finding him. He is weary and he is tired. You need to see this. This is the same David. The same David that just a few days ago, everybody was singing his praises. Are y'all hearing me? Because of what he had done to the giant Goliath. This is the same David that the women were singing, Saul has killed his thousands, but David killed his ten. This is that same David. Same David that, 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 that was giving God so much praise one day until he's out in the street dancing out of his clothes. Same David and now he's running, hiding out for his life. His situation has changed. There's no longer a crowd edging him on. There's no longer people singing his praises. He's all by himself, fearing for his life. And somehow, as he ran, he, he, he got over into enemy territory. You know, when you're scared, you sometimes ain't taking track. He wandered over into enemy territory and was captured by his enemies. Same David that just a few days ago was, was on a cloud. But now his enemies, and not only are these his enemies, these are the Philistines. Philistines got him. They, they've been wanting to settle the score with him. This is the same boy that killed our giant, our master warrior. This is the same one that took a slingshot and killed him, and now we've got him in our custody. They immediately recognized who he was, and they carried him before the king. Are y'all hearing me? He's killed our mightiest soldier, Goliath. They drag him into the king and, 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 and they go to the king, bring David before them and say, king, we got him. We got him. No, you've been looking for him. Has there been a bounty on his head for all of the destruction that he's done? He's killed so many Philistines, but now we got him. They stood him there before the king, and as he stood there before the king, he, he stood there, and, 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 and he's he standing there, and here is one that should have been standing there you know, talking about yeah, in, in front of the king. You would have thought that he would have said something bold about the king of kings. You would have thought that they're standing in front of the king. You, you, you would have thought that this bold soldier, this is a chance. You got your audience with the king. Here's an opportunity for you to represent the God of your salvation. King says, bring him here. He stands there in front of the king, and according to the word of God, rather than standing boldly before the king, he changed his behavior. That in your book? Say, change, change his behavior. He's not standing there in front of the king boasting that 
that, that I stand in the name of the great God of Israel. He's not shouting and giving God praise. He changed his behavior. Matter of fact, he stood there before the king and acted like he didn't even know the Lord. Acted like he didn't know the Lord. Matter of fact, acted like he didn't know anybody else. He, he acted like a crazy man. He, he put on this little show. According to the word of God, he changed his behavior. Here is this mighty warrior standing before the king. And according to the word of God, he changed him. He started drooling. Bit running down his face. And, and he began to act like he was writing on the wall. Just acting crazy, just doing crazy stuff. And, 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 and the king standing there, he'd been waiting on this opportunity to meet this mighty man so he could actually, yeah, probably take out justice on him. But, but when he saw his condition, he said, this boy is out of his mind. Y'all bring this up in here in front of me. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Are y'all hearing me? According to the word of God, the king was so disgusted by what he saw. He, 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 he just said, y'all just get him out of my sight. Just, just, just get him out of here. And because of what he did, because of what David did, David escaped death and was set free. Look at him. Look at him. He won. He won. He still has his life. He outsmarted the enemy. He won again. But there was something about this victory that don't feel right. Y'all hear me? I won. I still got my life. But something about this victory just don't feel like victory. You, you ever won and still didn't feel like a winner? You ever been the one who was victorious and, and really should have had your chest stuck out, but for some reason you just don't feel like I don't feel like you won. Y'all hear me? You ever gone through a situation in, in your life and when, when the Lord finally brought you out, you finally came out of the situation, but after you got out and looked back on it, you really didn't feel like you could really proclaim victory. Because once you came out and looked back over what you just been through, you realize that I really, although I'm out, I, I, although it's behind me, I realize I, I'm not proud of the way I handled it. I still got my life. Are y'all hearing me? I, I came out on the other side, but I, I, when I, once I look back on it, I'm really not proud of the way, that, are y'all hearing me? You ever come out of a situation and realize that although I made it through it, I really didn't represent God very well. Y'all hear me? Although I came out on the other side and uh, although I came out with my life, my help, my strength, something on the inside won't let me celebrate because I, I didn't stand up for the Lord. I, 
I didn't represent him. Are y'all hearing me? I was going through it. I, I was going through. I had burdens on my shoulders. And when I look back on it, I stopped going to church. Stopped reading my Bible. I stopped praying. I cut off all my friends who were trying to encourage me. I, are y'all hearing me? I, I stopped paying my tithe. I, I came out of it, but when I look back over it, are y'all hearing me? When I look back over it, although I came out, I, I really don't feel that good about my victory. I was going through all of that, and by and by, God worked it out. But although he worked it out, I came out on the winning side, but somehow it just don't feel like a win. Came through it. Made it out. But you did it in such a way that God was neither pleased nor glorified. That's what David was. That's what David was. He won. It just didn't feel like he won. And as he reflected on why, as he reflected on why it didn't feel like a win, he realized that in the midst of danger, when my life was on the line, in the midst of struggle, he realized when he looked back on it, I really didn't represent God very well. Are y'all hearing me? I came out all right. I came out with my life, but the truth is uh, I really didn't represent God very well. In retrospect, he realized that he had experienced a faith failure. Y'all hear me? Anybody ever experienced a faith failure? Y'all hear me? I ain't gonna ask you to take a neighbor. You ain't gonna tell them no way. Just talking to you, just talking to you. Anybody up in here ever experienced a faith failure? You know you walk by faith and not by sight, but you just got caught up in that situation. And you know that you just didn't represent God the way you should have represented God. You, he, he knows I, I should have stood boldly before the enemy and proclaimed the power of God. And looking back on it, he says, I should have stood before the king and, and proclaimed that same power that I claimed before I killed the giant, the same power that led me to kill lions and bears with my own hands. But I stood there in front of the king and failed to be a testimony. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, I... I know, I know, I know you're saved. I know you're saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, got heaven in your view, on your way to glory, but the truth be told. Many times you've been victorious and came out on top. You won, but somehow it just didn't feel. Are y'all hearing me? Am I the only one up in here? Yeah, you won. You came out on top, but somehow it just didn't feel like a win. That's what David was. That's what David was. He, he realized that although he won, came out with his life, he was free again, but he realized that he had not represented God well. 
Do you know what it means to bless the Lord? Do you know what it means? We say it all the time. Do you really know what it means to bless? Let me tell you what it means. To bless the Lord. This ain't that deep. You ain't even got to write it down. To bless the Lord merely means to make the Lord happy. I know you thought it was something deep. <laughs> but to bless the Lord. Yeah, to bless, that's really what bless means. Bless means to make happy. I know in this materialistic world we're living in right now. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we live in, a, in, 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 a, in, a, in an age when we've come to believe that somehow blessings are, 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 are tied to stuff. Y'all hear me? Because somehow in this materialistic world, ain't nothing make us happy but stuff. Matter of fact, we really ain't happy as we ought to be unless we got some stuff. And so when we start talking about blessing folk, we, we, we think that the only way to bless somebody is to give them some, some more stuff. Y'all hear me? The only way to bless the pastor is to buy him another jet. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, 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 yeah. We somehow we've tied our blessings to stuff. Something that we can hold in our hands. But I want you to know that the greatest blessings are things that you can't hold in your hand. Y'all ain't hearing me. I, I want you to know if you really want a blessing, you can't hold a real blessing in your, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, a real blessing, those things that truly bring happiness uh, are those things that you can't drive, you can't live in, you, you can't even take it to the bank. You want to know what real happiness and where real blessings come from, it comes from somewhere other than what you can hold in your hand. Then when it comes to blessing the Lord, see, when it comes to blessing the Lord, you, you can't bless the Lord by giving him stuff. You can't bless the Lord. First of all, what you got to give him? The earth is the Lord's. It's fullness thereof, the world and they that. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, it all belongs to him anyhow. He tests our faith to see how much of it we're willing to turn back over to him, but God doesn't need it. It belongs to him anyhow. Your problem is you think it's yours, but I got a challenge for you. You take your stuff and close your eyes. Somebody going down to the courthouse tomorrow morning. Are y'all hearing me? Take your name off of that stuff and put their name. Are y'all hearing me? It is not yours. The earth is the Lord's. Fullness they are. So David. So David realized that although he came out with his life, although he still had life, he, he realized that I missed an opportunity. I missed an opportunity to make the Lord happy. Y'all hear me? Came out with my life. I came out looking good. I came out. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I fooled him and I got out, but I missed an opportunity to make the Lord happy. So now he's writing this song in the spirit of repentance. He realized that he missed an opportunity and what he's making up his mind that I'll never make that mistake again. 
Are y'all hearing me? He's writing in a spirit of repentance. Yeah, never again will I miss an opportunity to make the Lord happy. Listen to what he says. He says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Doesn't matter whose presence I'm in. Doesn't matter if the king is in my face. I, I will bless the Lord at all times. No matter what the circumstance, no matter whose presence I'm in, no matter how it makes me look, I will bless the Lord at all. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and my sisters, I, I, I want all of us here today to leave with a resolve. I want to leave with a resolve that, that even in this crazy time we're living in, y'all ain't hearing me. I want everybody up in here to leave with a resolve that even in this crazy time we are living in, I am determined that I will make God happy. I'm going to live my life in a way that will make God happy. And all I'm saying is uh, you ought to say to yourself, no matter what's going on in this world, I will bless the Lord at all. Are y'all hearing me? Instability in the White House, but I will bless the Lord at all. Are y'all hearing me? Failing healthcare system, but that's all right. I will bless the Lord at all times. Racism is on the rise, but I will bless the Lord at all times. The truth is under attack, but I will bless the Lord at all times. It looks like right is yielding the might, but I will bless the Lord at all. Y'all hearing me? Is there anybody here? Is there anybody here who is determined? In spite of what's going on in the world right now. Is there anybody here that has made up my mind or made up your mind that no matter what happens, I want to make God happy? Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. Even when things uh, don't feel good to me, I want to keep God happy. Yeah. So I will bless the Lord at all times. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? And if you want to know why I do it, I'll do it because uh, he's been too good to me. One of I got a witness in the house. Is there anybody here that will say that God has been too good to me? For me to turn on him now. Is there anybody here who can say God has made too many ways? Out of no way. God has opened too many doors. He's moved too many mountains. He's done so much for me that I just can't tell it all. I will bless the Lord at all times. You see, I was on my way to hell. No God on my side and no heaven in my view yeah but in spite of all of that yeah, God loved me so much yeah, that he gave his only son to die on a cross yeah. y'all ain't hearing me yeah. living he loved me yeah. dying he saved me yeah. buried he carried my sins all away yeah. are y'all hearing me but right he picked me up and he freed me forever. And someday, one of these days, one of these old days, he's coming back. He's coming back. 
broken. And that's why we'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Got one more thing. David got out in the verse 3 and he said it just don't make sense for me to bless the Lord by myself. He ain't just been good to me. He's been good to you too. So he said come on and magnify the Lord with me. Magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Yes! 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 I will bless the Lord at all times. I'll make him happy. That's how you bless the Lord. You make the Lord happy. I'll make him happy at all times because in every situation, even when I can't see a way, even when it doesn't feel good, I want to make him happy. I will bless him at all times. I fell before but I learned from my failing. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise shall continually be in my mouth. Let me help somebody today to make God happy. Make him happy by yielding to him. By coming to your senses and realizing that I belong to him. All that I have, he gave me. All that I am, he made me. And right now he stands saying to everyone in this house, if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved if you are unsaved.